Thank you very much for joining me today. So uh, my name is Sean, I'm Engagement Officer for Soft UK, and today we are talking with Jemima about an amazing project that she has running as well. So I guess if you want to kick off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and uh, what you're currently working on. Okay, so my name's Jemima and um, I have a seven-year-old daughter who has full trisomy 18 called Callie. So we've been We've been part of Soft for, for a little while now. Um, we've known about Soft since since Callie was little. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here today to talk about um, the accessible camper van project that Cody and myself are doing. Yeah. Um, so Callie is definitely on the complex end of the Edwards syndrome spectrum. Um, last year, she moved on to oxygen. She needs suction. She's on a food pump at night. Um, she's got all kinds of things going on. And as she's got older and bigger and more complex, we found it harder and harder to go on holidays. Um, in fact, we've never been on a holiday, just the four of us. We've oh, got wow. a daughter called Alba as well. And we, ha we have been on holidays, yeah. but we always have been on family holidays where there's been other people there. And yeah, we just, we haven't, we haven't managed it. Um, and before before Callie was born, we loved going on holidays in a camper van. That yep. was what we liked doing. We had a couple of camper vans that we converted and we would go off into the mountains. And we totally assumed that when we had children, that would be the kind of holidays that we would want to take. And then Callie arrived. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all the child we thought we were going to get. And yeah we've not been able to have those kind of outdoor holidays that we wanted um yeah. in fact we've as i say we found it hard to have holidays at all and as she gets bigger and bigger we find it harder to go away with her at all because she she needs a bed like a specialist bed um you know it, it gets more and more stressful to try and visit family even so um <clears throat> cody my partner and the children's um dad has always been very practical so he's always taken the lead in converting camper vans for for us before they were born and um he's been dreaming about this for a long time about making a camper van that would be accessible because um at the moment there isn't anything at all like that out there for okay. um for families like ours but the plan that we came up with was that you know we didn't just want to build something for ourselves we wanted to build something that we could rent out to other families who yeah. like ours who who would also love to be able to use a camper van to um well it's not just you know it doesn't have to be people that want to take adventurous camper van holidays but it also could just be an opportunity for people to go visit family um with you know a, an accessible basically taking an accessible home with them you mentioned they're obviously having difficulties with traveling and it not just being about going on like an adventure adventurous camper van sort of holiday mm -hmm. difficulties do you face then when you do have to go away or when you look or plan on going away um what do we face well the amount of equipment that we need okay. is a big one and now now that she's on oxygen we've not we've not tried to do a a trip anywhere since she's been on oxygen partly because of lockdown um we don't really know quite how long she'll tolerate sitting in um a car seat now we, we've not done more than a couple of hours she's got a scoliosis and that can make things a bit uncomfortable for her um and then it's kind of the other end so um you know 
we did the last trip we made as all four of us was to visit my mum who lives about three hours north from where we are and um you know we just we had to make her a bed on the floor and that that was okay but then she came down with a cold almost as soon as we arrived and Uh so she was needing loads of suction and we were kind of you know you have to really take care of your back if you've got a child that can't walk and so we do our best but you know like we were doing all this kind of nearly on the floor suction you know she was miserable we were getting achy and you know it just it just felt it just felt really um uncomfortable and, and a little bit a little bit scary really just not having all of our things around us that we need because we're so well set up at home of course for anything um as you have to be if you've got a child you know with complex medical needs I think I mean I imagine I'm not the one that can feel quite around in the world of um, that don't have disabilities you know that that have you know walking talking children you can feel a bit vulnerable being out in the world and I think actually that can put us off having holidays and anywhere anywhere where we might feel like we stick out and I think that actually having for a family have, having their kind of accessible home with them mm-hmm. it's almost like um a little bit of a you know it's like having a little bit of armor on like you know you kind of you, you you're not feeling quite so out, out like a fish out of water because you've got your space that you can go back to where working as they should um and I feel like that that would help with us going out into kind of more mainstream holiday things and I imagine that other families might feel the same as well yeah absolutely I suppose it's something you don't really think about sometimes like when I first saw you were doing the project I just assumed you know it was again to do camper van holidays and go away and really enjoy that but actually listening to you talk then about the fact there are you know just being away from your security and your equipment and everything that you've got that just helps to I guess give you some peace of mind and that security to go back to having this that can go with you Mm. just anywhere to visit family to go on breaks elsewhere as well it just makes so much sense yeah it does and I know now that that for families like ours I mean next time we go and visit my mum hopefully Iris will be completed and we'll just go and park on her drive and we'll have everything we need and I think the time that we spend together is going to be much less stressful you know um and I really hope that 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 we can offer that to other families as well because it's 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 heartbreaking for for everybody involved when families can't spend time together um you know and as parents get older it's harder for them to travel and it, it and as much as anything we just don't want siblings to miss out you know it's yeah um you know when when Alba was born I kind of thought that she would be the one that's um oh no hang on I'm saying it the wrong way around but when when Alba, when Alba was born you know I, I didn't really think about this I thought she would miss out and Callie would get all the attention but in actual fact Alba's all right on that front but what I do realize now is that she's just missing out on normal experiences and she's yep. not seeing her family as much as we'd like and you know it's just to be able to kind of create your community you need to be able to move around a bit sometimes and I, yeah, I just absolutely. you know I just really want to support all those siblings out there who have who have a really hard time of it having yeah. a having a disabled brother or sister you know they have to they have to give up a lot and they shouldn't have to give up holidays or or, or weddings or you know festivals or anything like that yeah that's it and that's a really admirable aim as well and it, it, moving on to I guess the, the fundraiser you've got coming up and I suppose time yes. scales is it the 6th of July that the fundraiser is going live yep we're going live on Tuesday perfect so, 
Yeah. <laughs> and what does that look like then at the moment? So what are, what are we doing with regards to that fundraiser? Well, <laughs> I mean, what, one of the things I wanted to say is that um, people people look at our family doing this kind of thing and they kind of think that m- me and Cody must be super people to be able to do this. And the reality is not it's not like that. You know, we are having to do this at our own pace. Mm-hmm. And um, and the crowdfunder is all part of that. I mean, we had we had a really big campaign of plans, but actually we've had family illness, we've had pop bubbles, we've had yep. chicken pox, we've had so many things that have got in the way of being able to, to work on it that we're just, I just had to say to myself, well, we're just going to do our best mm-hmm. and sense. just try and get it, trying to get try and get our fundraiser campaign out there so that people at least know about it and um and we'll do our best you know and I think that's a really important message for anyone who's watching this who has a child with a disability who's feeling like oh my god those people are building an accessible camper van how on earth do they do that and the answer is that like the back end is as messy (laughs) as everyone else's as everyone else is and we um we just I think we're really in a good place to get this project done but we're doing it we're doing it at our own speed you know that makes a lot Uh, so yeah so anyway getting back to the campaign we're 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 launching on Tuesday we're going to be on crowdfunder um crowdfunder forward slash accessible dash iris um we're hoping to make 14,000 pounds as a minimum (laughs) um which will pay for the accessibility part of the van. Um, so just to say a little bit more about that, what we found with the design is that almost everything is affected by the need for it to be accessible. Yep. So it's not just being able to put the wheelchair in and um, you know have um, ramps and uh, you know we're having adjustable beds so that you know children so so that parents can kind of put their child where they can get them in and out with their and keep their back safe and all of those but it's not just that it's just we have to make everything so clever in order to fit wheelchair in in what is basically a small space um and we wanted it to be a family size camper van but we've had to like make a lot of decisions about making everything as light as possible so that we can counter counterbalance the heaviness of the equipment that it might need to hold. And we've had to make things pretty clever in order to make it all work. So, so the, yeah, the cost of making it accessible is, is 14,000 pounds. And that's okay. what we're going to start by crowdfunding for. That makes sense. Uh, it sounds like there must be some design wizardry going on in the background there to to not only fit it all in but like I said to compensate for things like weight and make it accessible yeah. and allow for a family to fit in there as well yes yes and the other thing is that we want it to be beautiful and I think it will be beautiful because that's another thing that often families like ours we have to compromise on because nobody who makes equipment for disabled people thinks mm-hmm. about making it beautiful yeah, you know they, they often don't even think about making it that practical but so you know a lot of people families like us we have to live with really ugly equipment um remember Callie's first suction machine it weighed more than her bright yellow and bright blue and it was just like a monstrosity and I you know this is great in an accident emergency context but you know we we carried around a four kilo 
suction machine maybe it wasn't that much but for a long time and I, and, and, and then we found a better one but often you know often yeah this, this this accessibility could be quite ugly and we we want to create something that that is that isn't ugly we want it to be as beautiful as every other hand-built um, camper van <laughs> brilliant well I'm looking forward to seeing that as it as it transforms and I guess again like you said it's it's not just about practicality it's some a place where people will be living and staying and yeah. like a home away from home like you've said there so it makes sense that you'd want it to look as beautiful as your home does yes yes yeah that's right um and I feel like that's important you know is it that's important that people have that kind of sense of self-esteem from like being in a, a beautiful place yeah absolutely and for anybody who is interested as well we'll have all the crowdfunding linked in the description for the video and the podcast as well um and you can head over to the accessible iris facebook page and also to the soft page as well where we'll be sharing details of this going forward so thank you we'll be doing lots of shout outs and coverage for this we're really excited to see how it transforms over time so with this you've mentioned that you're going to be able to rent it out to families who need this and it would help their them basically traveling around you know what does that look like and what sort of a difference do you think that would make to those families iris it's the name of our camper van is going to be on um, quirky campers their website they're one of the biggest um, rental um, agencies of hand-built campers of vans in the uk if not the biggest um, and they, they've they've been really kind and said they'll take they'll take Iris, they've said from the first that they would take Iris. How will it affect families? I'm, I'm just, I'm just really hoping that it's going to let families just have some freedom, feel less limited. One of the things that we're really excited about. Um, so this is definitely making lemonade out of a, <laughs> of a pretty sour lemon. But since Callie yeah. moved on to oxygen, that happened during the process of designing the van, and we suddenly realised that if we wanted Callie to be able to use a van, we would need to have a really powerful system because one of the things that, um, a powerful electrical system, because one of the things that particularly Cody really wants to do because he was brought up in, in, the, in the rural, in rural Spain, is he wants to, he wants to disconnect. He doesn't want to go and no. connect up to a, um, to, to a, um, to go to a camper, a campsite where you can connect up to electricity, but, you know, actually to be able to, drive out into the wilderness and see the stars and how do you do that if your child's on oxygen and yeah. isn't a gen an oxygen concentrator and actually so we've we've um we've planned a really really powerful system so that 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 can happen and i i feel like that is amazing it's not going to be what everyone wants but i i kind of feel like there will be children out there and because our van has been designed with Cali in mind it it is going to particularly suit children with complex medical conditions and you know some of those children they will never get the opportunity to go out and be under the stars without electricity and and we the, that's one of the things I really feel like we will be able to offer so there's just there's kind of quite a good spectrum of things that that the van will be used for I think you know from the more kind of mainstream going to visit family going to weddings but maybe for some families you know that opportunity to really connect with nature which probably well I certainly thought we would never do that with Callie yeah. you know and it's going to be an emotional moment yeah. when we do that when we are out and you know lights out and there's the stars you know Callie's never really even seen the stars so 
Yeah, I suppose um, it helps to take out some of that fear, doesn't it? Being able to go into nature and know that you've still yeah. got the equipment that you need. So yeah, 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 yeah. such a powerful yeah. moment for you, for your family, yeah. but then also for other families as well out there. So yes, and I'm sure there are other families like us that would like to to kind of have those kind of families. But yeah. I mean, whatever she's useful for, that's that's the thing, really. Whatever she's useful for. Perfect. And how long? I know, obviously, it's kind of how long is a piece of string really especially when life suddenly jumps off and gets in the way but how long do you think the project's going to take to to complete um well we've done some on it um i'm hoping it will be done within the next three months because the design's all there a okay. lot of the equip a lot of the um materials have been chosen we've had some great donations from um companies who've supported us and so I, i'm kind of hoping within the next we're about three months we did we did want her to be ready for the summer but yeah yeah life doesn't always <laughs> allow for what you want so <laughs> wow so it's gonna be a busy three months then for you yes it is yes for yeah. sure hopefully get a few trips away in it for christmas as well that would be that'd yes be nice. yeah that, that would be really good yeah <laughs> yeah so it sounds like a very very interesting project and that's going to have so many positive impacts obviously again like you said not just for your family but for other families out there and it definitely seems like such an interesting and intriguing concept that again you don't think about until you're in these situations and I know a lot of our viewers and audience always have so many different questions about the impact on life that these conditions mm. have and this is just one major example of it that sometimes you can be tethered to your home because that's where your equipment is so it's a very interesting step to hopefully remove that tether for people. I think if you talk to um, disabled families about the pandemic and which is part in my day job that was one of the things that I did first went to lockdown we I was part of a team we phoned hundreds of disabled families in in, in, in Bristol to ask how they were doing yeah. and so many of them said well so far it's not so different this is this is this is how we live anyway you know we're so used to being tethered to our homes um, and limited and I think that's one of the really really useful things about the pandemic is that actually suddenly people were at, people were experiencing life as disabled families and disabled people experience life you know understanding yeah. that frustration of not being able to leave your home not being able to socialize and communicate and um you know kind of live life to the full so um i'm hoping that people will will, will carry that experience with them and perhaps have a little bit more more understanding for what life can be like for, for disabled people yeah hopefully so hopefully it gives people some more empathy for those conditions and ultimately being locked away in your home and not having that freedom to leave it. Mm. So it's a very good parallel to draw there. Thank you very much for sharing that. Again, like I said, it sounds like such an exciting project and we'll be sharing all the details. Um, you'll be able to find that in the description of this video or podcast, wherever people are consuming it. And we'll be sharing it through Facebook as well. Um, and to be honest, I think that's pretty much all the questions I've got there. Unless there's anything else that you'd like to talk about on it. Um, I just thought I, I would say that I'm also the uh, the blogger on Soft as well. Yeah. So if anybody wants to read more about Callie's condition and what life with Callie is like, then yeah, check out the blogs Life with Callie on the Soft website. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, again on the Soft UK page, uh, which mind me there's some incredible blogs on there which go deeper into different kind of dealings with the condition and things that you have to face and 
They're extremely personable, but extremely detailed as well, and absolutely worth a read. So thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this today. Uh, again, we'll be sharing more details of this going forward in the future. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you, Jemima. Uh, I can't wait to see thank how sure. this all transforms. And again, Yeah, I'll keep you updated for sure. Oh, thank you very much.